John Barkley comes up to receive the trophy. This, for the Scarlet's fans, is simply great to watch. They were outplayed in the first half by a Tudor side that picked and win. The 1872 Cup back in Edinburgh hands. They've beaten Glasgow. The first team in 17 attempts to come to Dublin and get a win. How good is that for you? Oh, it's great. All I'm getting at the moment are players shouting, knock on, offside, tackle out the ball. We're in the wrong sport for that. The Zebo special gets it wide to Earls. And Earls from here means only one thing. The best stadium I've ever played in, the best atmosphere, the, the best supporters. Hopefully one day I'll be back. should of course apologise to any Munster fans listening. Uh, they'll have something to say about whether Leinster are going to be in the final as the Scarlets come again. Oh, brilliant offload. It's Brady with a stroll in under the sticks. Oh, look, it's, it's been a roller coaster um, here all my life. 47-10. Jeez, I thought I was in dreamland when we won the Pro 12. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, hi guys, welcome to Outside Centres after uh, a weekend of European rugby. Uh, all sorts of excitement. Uh, I, Toulon and Montpellier tearing strips out of each other. Uh, Toulouse on fire. The Benetton players shaving their heads. <laughs> no no, Paddy Jackson for Perpignan. Yeah, yeah, that's a big story. But what was, what, uh, Dan, were, you, were your highlights? Well, I think there's some interesting results, kind of. So round three, it's always the first of the back-to-back games that we're going to see in the lead up to Christmas. So it always throws up some interesting results, uh, and it's also obviously kind of getting everyone back up to speed after the autumn internationals. So I mean, probably the in my mind as a Irish rugby fan, the highlight of results would probably have been the Ulster game. Um, I mean, Friday night, I don't think anyone was expecting Ulster going over having a dominant performance there's only one point win in the end mm. but uh, yeah 25-24 against Scarlets in Parky Scarlets uh, I think looks like game over for Scarlets in yeah. my respects and it looks like at this point I know previously I was, I was saying oh they'll never give up the thing about the Scarlets is they'll never give up as long as there are enough points available they will think they can get those points but the points aren't available no they're, they're not available anymore but, also, well, no, there are three games but they are technically available mathematically <laughs> yes but uh, if you're the Scarlets you have to be smart about this I mean we're all talking about player welfare that's kind of been a common theme that's been going on the last while so all of a sudden you have a team that's not likely to make it through to the quarterfinals and they're not having a great time in the Pro 14. So I think like, they have been seen as quite a strong team in the Pro 14. So maybe this, the wise move would be to pull a Gloucester here. Uh, sorry, not, uh, pull a Glasgow and kind of reel back in, not really look at uh, at the Champions Cup anymore. Kind of focus on the... Yeah, I suppose the they're in the... The thing about Scars is they're in an awkward position that they're uh, at this sort of top flight, uh, along with sort of Leinster, Munster, Glasgow maybe... Uh, where yeah I mean they can concentrate just on the Pro 14 but they've got the firepower in excess of that I mean Lee Halfpenny would not be happy (laughs) yeah I mean when the firepower they have it shouldn't be wasted on just trying I mean at this point all you can do is just try to be in the top three of your uh, of your uh, conference uh, and then it comes down to whatever draw you get I mean you want to get the best draw but and then maybe you might get to a final but at the same time that's what you would always expect uh, you're so, so yeah, far yeah, ahead in, in of the people. Yes, yeah. you're so far ahead of the other guys beneath you. Yeah. It's always just going to be a last season arm wrestle between you and Leinster, Glasgow, uh, yeah. or what have you. Yeah. Uh, so it is such a shame that your season would become undone in Europe because but, that's that's what you're built for. Should be aiming for. Yeah, no, you definitely should be aiming for Europe. But I, I think the smart move now would be prioritise. 
like make sure you have the healthy players so you can actually make a strong push in the in the Pro 14. Yeah, I think just before we were talking about uh, in that group, when you look at it, you see Racing uh, at top, Ulster, as you're saying, great result, second and nine, Leicester and six, and the Scarlets and two. Yeah. And then the assumption that well, Ulster, well, I mean, Ulster have to be happy with where they are. Yeah, but fantastic. I mean, they shouldn't get too carried away. I mean... Well, the potential to get a bonus point win in uh, Raven Hill this week, um, Kingspan. I mean, if, if yeah, Scarlets have given sure up... Scarlets have given up and also yeah. have good form. Yeah, they'll get, they should get five points out of that. And that. Yeah, we'll put them on 14. Uh, they'll be looking good. But yeah. then they host Racing and then they're away to Leicester. And Leicester, sitting on six points, host Racing. They can beat Racing. Racing, who are far ahead, mightn't really concern themselves too much with beating Leicester. Then they're away to Scarlets, who if they've given up, have given up. And so that's five points for Leicester, and then they host Ulster. So what you can see is a big arm wrestle at the end for uh, this Le- probably Leicester the second place because yeah. Racing Racing will go through. But technically, I mean Leicester can come out of it at this point with twenty one points, and they will think they can. Yeah, I see. So yeah, it, it was by no means a runaway victory for Racing on the weekend thirty six twenty six against Leicester. I don't. Oh, it's, They'll fancy their chances. Uh, Le- Leicester, Leicester would see themselves going over and having a potential. Well, sorry, yeah, hosting, going home, hosting, hosting yeah, racing, yeah. and, and, that. and if they win that, everything I don't changes. Think that will happen though. I don't think that. Well, will oh no, yeah, well, I mean, it may not. But just yeah. to say that uh, right now, but, you're getting this kind of glimpse of a yeah. table, which to some teams you're seeing them after having their easier fixtures, yeah. and some teams after their harder fixtures. Yeah, so you're not exactly, actually seeing exactly. what the table but really looks like. I, I think Racing will um, will go over to Leicester and beat Leicester. So I think at the moment. My money will be on Ulster yeah. are going to come second in that group with the potential that they will actually go through as a, one of the higher higher points second place Okay, uh, and then yeah. one of the quicker ones though we can talk about Lancer a bit more but mm-hmm. the quicker ones is the Toulouse-Lancer-Bath-Wasps group yeah. uh, Bath-Wasps did themselves no favours they drew uh, and that effectively knocked I mean effectively kind of knocked both of them out Yeah uh, so now Toulouse are uh, top uh, followed by Leinster the next fixtures you would expect Toulouse will be hosting Wasps for example Leinster will be uh, hosting Toulouse Toulouse will be hosting Bath etc we'd expect yeah. the Toulouse and Leinster to, to continue to win yeah. because the other guys are effectively out but there's no reason they wouldn't win. so in, in kind of in the reverse fixtures that were coming up this week for round four uh, I know the Bath coach said he's going to full metal jacket and uh, trying to play his best squad against Le- Leinster in Leinster I mean, is, does he think he's coming to the Viva and he's actually going to win? Because that would be a very optimistic uh, point of view to, for any coach to take. Um, well, similarly, similarly, Northampton did it to Leinster a few years ago. Uh, halfway through uh, the group stages, it was assumed that Northampton were out. This is, and, um, oh, sorry, Harlequins. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to come back with you and stuff. Yeah, no, we, we did Con- the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Conor Shea, was coach. And uh, yeah. uh, Harlequins, on the reverse fixture, got their five points yeah. and when people started looking at the table they were like oh actually yeah wait a minute <laughs> yeah. Harlequins could have possibly made it if they convinced themselves yeah yeah. Uh, if they but, knew what the table would look like at the end of that day exactly but no because if you kind of look through the permutations of the rest of uh, the rest of this pool so Toulouse would definitely be favouring themselves um, against most teams now they do have to come similarly to Bath they have to come to uh, to Dublin and it's going to be a very tough game for them. Two brilliant broken tackle, uh, broken tackle tries uh, at the weekend, though. I mean, they're looking good. Yeah, I just no. Ha- uh, Leinster hosting Toulouse should be a good game. Yeah, no, it'll be a fantastic game. Yeah, it'll be good. And we and we can move on. We enjoy we move that. On. You prefer talking about Monster, and here's one for oh. you. <laughs> at the moment, mm-hmm. so at the moment in that group, you've got Munster, Gloucester, Cast, Exeter. What's interesting about that is that Exeter, who are generally considered held in high esteem, yeah. Uh, yeah. In they the built from the ground up. 
Yeah. So uh, have uh, failed to launch in this campaign, and yes. this has kind of blown this kind of group wide open. I think some people think that Munster are way ahead, and just yeah. to look at this now, so. Gloucester will now host Exeter. Exeter are out. Gloucester will win. Cast will host Munster. Cast will need to win to keep their chances alive. And, and the, the Cast team think that they they will have it. The Cast coach came out. They're after, a great side. Yeah, yeah. And, no, fantastic side. And also the Cast coach came out after the thirty to five loss uh, in Domond, and he says, "Well, I see it as being four nil. We're going to make it five four. So they full on mm. see that they can. They're going to get they that bonus have, They'll have Munster yeah. over and they'll win and be, get the bonus point. So yeah. So if that was to happen, then you'll have the table change immediately to Munster being just joined first. Mm. Then the next fixtures, Gloucester will host Munster. Gloucester, then, at this point, will be joined first, so it will be a top-of-the-table clash. Gloucester could win that. They would expect to win it at home. Yeah. And then Exeter, who are out, will then be uh, will host Cass, and Cass will win that. So then, after the, that round, you're going to have uh, Gloucester way ahead and Munster and Cass in joint second, which means it comes down to the very last day when Cast v Gloucester, Munster v Exeter. Now, Munster will win that. Cast versus Gloucester... It depends. Are Gloucester going to go for a higher ranked seed, or will they try to just be like, okay, we're through? Mm. Well, so I mean, that's kind of to go with the most conservative choice and say yeah. Munster, uh, Munster beat Exeter and Cast uh, beat Gloucester. The home sides win. Yeah. You're left with the potential of all teams finishing on seventeen points. So this is that is being that is giving that is not a giving along in that analysis that got us to seventy five. Yeah. I gave bonus points nowhere, so that could change. Oh yeah, okay. Bonus points will be yeah. happening, but I think bonus points will happen. Oh, they will. They yeah. will absolutely. Bonus points happen. Bonus points could three of them could be on joint eighteen. But I, I think yeah. yeah. I, I, you see, that's the thing. I think the bonus points are likely to happen but they will not happen uniformly I, I do think that one team won't be able to get a bonus point against Exeter at least one team and if it happens to be Munster who hosts them that would be a disaster yeah. for Munster yeah mm-hmm. but it could potentially be and I saw like so, yeah. uh, the cut off the cut off for points uh, coming second in the group last year was 18 yeah, but a couple of years I think before it was sixteen, depending on how the permutations okay. go. But I think unless you're getting seventeen, eighteen, you need to be counting yourself out. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Unless you're topping a group like which would potentially happen in that monster group. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, that that's definitely one of those groups that they're se- second and third place aren't doing themselves any favors because they're going to just keep taking points off each other, and then all of a sudden they realize, oh wait, now we're probably the fourth or fifth best second place. Basically means you put yourself out. Like, yeah. So it's only the, it's only the top three second places of the five groups that go through because the way it works. And so you weren't impressed by Munster at all, were you? Are I no. words in your mouth there? No, uh, am I ever? No. <laughs> um, no, I mean, so it was a thirty to five win, right? Okay, because what I laid out there uh, is the most conservative way of things happening, which could potentially see Munster get knocked out. I think the chances of being knocked out are slim enough, actually. Yeah, um, no, true. I mean, so Conor Murray did look. Conor Murray didn't look like Conor, Conor Murray I mean I know he's still com- kind of coming back after the injury um, but they didn't look as convincing I mean JJ Hanrahan uh, I think it was the first time in 20 games that he's played for Munster in the European or the Champions Cup or Highland Cup or whatever permutation it was called first time he started at 10 for them uh, he did look good but it's the first awful. time. Sorry, it's the first time in the Champions Cup he started for Munster at ten. I mean, yeah. he started ten for them before. Yeah, no, but in the Champions, Champions Cup. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so he's played in and around twenty games um, for Munster in the Champions Cup, and he's never started at ten. So it was kind of an interesting one to see. He did. He definitely stated a claim to the number ten jersey. Obviously, Joey wasn't playing, or Joey came on afterwards. But it was just an interesting one to see. Cast played awfully. 
of all the games of the weekend, I'd recommend no one go back and watch that one. It was not good. Uh, but on top of that, for it to be 30-5, to 5, and Munster didn't get a bonus point. So this is where the cast coach kind of comes back into it, where he said, it's 4-0. They kept them out from getting a bonus point. Mm. Going to Thomond is notoriously hard. So, in fairness, they probably did their job. Um, no, absolutely. If you are uh, winning all of your games, apart from your yeah. most difficult away fixture, and you're not conceding a, a yeah. bonus point... There's a crazy statistic that I heard that um, I think at around the hour mark, I think it was Rory O'Connor was saying this uh, on a podcast I was listening to, um, that three players on the cast team had over um, double-digit touches of the ball by the hour mark, and then um, there were no one else had double-digit uh, touches, and two players hadn't touched the ball at all. Just cast players? Yeah. They were playing one pass hit, one pass hit. They were not playing attractive two, rugby. Sorry, no, two of the players hadn't touched the ball at the hour mark. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. That's how badly they were playing. Because, no, not so, no, sorry, not so much badly. So it's just their, through their system. Yeah, yeah. Christ, it's boring. Like, it's parked the bus, it's blanket defence, it's boring, boring, boring. That's why they weren't going to be scoring. So, yeah, I mean, let's hope Cast play a bit more free-flowing rugby they have a bit of jouet and really kind of mm. go for it this year this week uh, uh, speaking about yeah. the games that you know you wouldn't rewatch, the one I suppose a lot of people will uh, rewatch is the Toulon Montpellier uh, tearing yeah. strips out of each other game uh, what was the final score in the end final score is 38-28 to Toulon yeah which was kind of you wouldn't have expected Toulon considering the, the run of form they'd had in the first two games of the Champions Cup you wouldn't have thought they were going to win this one. No, and uh, it's still interesting. I mean, there are two sort of weird competitions happening uh, in that group. So that group right now yeah. has a top half between the north of England and South Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Edinburgh at 11 and Newcastle on 8. And then the French uh, yeah. teams you've never heard of, um, Montpellier and Toulon, <laughs> battling with six points yeah. each further down. So a great time for Edinburgh beating Newcastle. Uh, but again, a, a very a, a, a possibly a table that lies more than most tables. Yeah. Well, I I could. Well, okay. After this weekend, maybe not. But I'd say let's see how Toulon are when they're facing Edinburgh again. Well, uh, the next fixtures will be Montpellier hosting Toulon. Montpellier are contenders. Toulon yeah. are not. Well, they're kind of just taking the piss at this point. They're yeah. good and they're bad. Yeah, yeah, they're just... They're they decide when they want to play. Exactly. So, Montpellier to beat Toulon. Newcastle will host Edinburgh. You've got to assume uh, Newcastle, the giant killers uh, at home. I mean, the fairy tale was ended by Edinburgh, but it'll rekindle a little. I mean, um, against Edinburgh, yeah. I, I would, think I don't once, think once that flame's been put out, I wouldn't be surprised if it stays out. All right, okay. Well, I mean, to go with the more conservative choice that the home team wins. True. Um, but it's not, yeah, it's not, yeah. Montpellier and Newcastle will win those then the next fixtures will Montpellier hosting Newcastle Toulon hosting Edinburgh uh, at that point Montpellier hosting Newcastle could be a top of the table fixture Toulon yeah. versus Edinburgh well at this point well, Edinburgh it, it, if Toulon are out if Toulon are out they won't care they but, won't care and then yeah, all of a sudden Edinburgh they won't find it difficult chance. to beat Edinburgh if they decide to though I mean that's the fear Edinburgh no has. that's absolutely yeah. true but um Oh, and his name's escaping me now Paragos the scrum half for Edinburgh this past mm. weekend played very very well and there's definitely some standard performances that are coming out of um, out of uh, Edinburgh at the moment so well it's I just got it's two it's two uh, in order for Edinburgh to pull it off they have two frightening French fixtures now maybe it's not as frightening because Newcastle have beaten both these sides yeah. but Edinburgh will be away to Toulon and then will host Montpellier now I tell you 
Post and before the, if you say this to people who haven't seen the last few games played by Toulon yeah. and seen maybe a little bit of rally form from Montpellier that's a horrifying fix, uh, yeah. set of fixtures to get through so the idea that Edinburgh are home and dry now with their 11 points no, no. Montpellier are in the hunt uh, and we're discounted it'll all be revealed I mean Montpellier hosts Toulon um, this weekend but if, if, if Toulon if, beat Montpellier Toulon could come on fire again yeah but, but you see the, I'm going to assume Montpellier in fact true. will come on fire yeah, no, I think that's the more conservative approach as well. But if you're Edinburgh, uh, so looking at the next few games, if you can get, oh, let's say, okay, so we're saying 16, 17 points is what you need to be aiming at to get through with second place? Uh, well, I think we were saying uh, last year was 18. Yeah, okay, so, so okay, so 18 points. So if you get, okay, two losing bonus points, and if you beat Toulon, if they've fully given up at that point, mm. and you beat Toulon and get a bonus point with you got 18 points. Uh, with two losing bonus points and you get, get five. Yeah, yeah, you're up to 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I, you have a shot. Yeah, you have a shot. You don't qualify at 18. But no, but no, no, shot, but no you, know, you don't... Well, you don't qualify last year at 18. But two years ago, you would have qualified at 16. So I This think, is for Edinburgh, is it? Yeah, because they're on 11 points at the moment. So Okay, well, give them the bonus point. Give them a bonus point uh, against Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, Considering the form, like it wasn't even close. It's thirty-one thirteen. Oh yeah, I see. What you're, I see absolutely what you're saying, but I don't think it kind of changes what I'm saying, which is it's still a horrifying fixture. Oh, no, getting seven, getting seven, eight points. You're saying uh, no, no, seven, seven, seven points will guarantee from those three you. fixtures is not actually easy at all. No, it's, it's not easy at all. But I mean, I, I still think yeah, no, it's they, the right they, thing they have the coach to say to them. them. No, you're yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, so when you put exactly. it that simple. But uh, and then the final group, I suppose, is probably the most straightforward group, isn't it? Leon has certainly had yeah. Leon yeah. have a glory down zero, Cardiff on four, and then Scarlet's on fourteen, Glasgow on ten. Bang, 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 bang. Giving it to the most conservative estimate uh, of nobody getting bonus points, but the expected winners winning. You get Saracens at twenty two and Glasgow on eighteen going into the final game where Saracens host Glasgow. So I mean well, it's of it's of academic interest to somebody who knows how high Leinster might be or something and is wondering about seedings. Or, you, know, you see, after last season where Scarlet's actually snuck into the playoffs, uh, into the quarterfinals, I think Saracens have a very, very strong opportunity right now. I mean, they haven't lost the game, obviously, and they've got two bonus points. Ugh, like, how far off reality is it to say Saracens are just almost guaranteed number one seed? Uh, yeah, well, like because it's pretty, really strong. If well, it's strange actually how tight it is at the top. All right, that by virtue of Leinster only taking one point away. To uh, to lose, it actually leaves open to the idea that well, now it has to be Saracens to top. Yeah, well, <laughs> you see, so which is it's Racing and Saracens that are the only teams on fourteen points. Both have two uh, bonus points. Um, Racing, but both have twelve tries actually. Racing and Saracens both have twelve tries. Twelve tries scored. Um, at the moment, you I probably put my money on Saracens to get their number one overall seed, um, considering the strength that they have at the moment. Given they don't have a Toje, but I could see, uh, I, I could see them still beating Glasgow when they go up. No, um, they host Glasgow, don't they? So I mean, it'll be an interesting one to see. But I think, sorry, uh, yeah, <clears throat> uh, I was just getting distracted there by the other. Sorry, uh, it's odd when you go through all the groups. I was, uh, it's one of the first years they don't see an Italian side, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. they don't automatically qualify well, anymore. So just gonna have a quick check in on how they're doing uh, in the Champions Cup. We don't have time to go through uh, all the Champions Cup results. Challenge. Uh, sorry, uh, the Challenge yeah. Cup, sorry. Uh, and uh, in fairness, uh, Benetton beat Harlequins. They hosted Harlequins 
uh, and they beat them 26-21 uh, they all had their shave, their head shaved in uh, support of their teammate Nassim Manu mm. uh, as well which was, uh, which was much shared yeah. on social media and good news for Zebra is that they travelled to Russia and they won <laughs> So they, were, they all they made were it back safe. 31-14. Well, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, the push of rugby into the far, far flung places. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Claremont won. Surprise, surprise. Oh, they were playing the yeah. Romanian team. So, yeah, true. <laughs> um, but I think the interesting one now, if you look at the pool stages and look at how they're potentially going to go, if they stop today, yeah, if they decided if the whole point of this go, podcast is they don't take what the pool stages are telling you, take it with a pinch of salt. But <laughs> on the other hand, that's not fun. Though. Was it was but, it the guy in that TV show, The Good Place Who Goes to Hell, for saying? But the reverse might also be true. <laughs> so we may actually also have a very clear view. If it ended today, if it ended today. So yeah. actually, where um, tell so us where would we be then? If we were to end today, you'd have uh, Toulouse and Leinster actually playing each other in the quarterfinals, because you'd Leinster have would be fifth and Toulouse fourth. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a guess. Quick maths in my head, wasn't exactly, it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. uh, well, that's actually wrong. Boys, I mean, I wanted to give you that. I wanted to give you that. attempt to try to make everything smooth. But you know, so you would have, you'd have uh, Saracens one, Rossing two. You would have uh, who would you have then next? You'd have Edinburgh three. Thir- yeah, three. Munster fourth. Um, Leinster fifth. How does that work then? Yeah, okay. Gotta keep going. Okay, yeah. Um, then. Glas- I was wrong. Oh, no, no, sorry, no. Glasgow Glasgow would be fifth. Okay. Um, and then then Leinster would be sixth. Uh, yeah. And then Ulster would be there. Is that all? Yeah, that's, so that's all. That's a whack yeah. load of Pro 14 sides if it was a break now. Yeah. And so similarly to last year, Ulster, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Munster, Leinster. I've left one out. Have I Ulster? Is there a set no, so, yeah, so you'd have Ulster, Leinster, Munster, uh, Glasgow, and Edinburgh. That's five. Yeah, and, and then, then you'd have French. Racing, Toulouse, and then and Saracens. Saracens? Yeah. But Saracens way up front, in fairness. Yeah, no, sorry. Saracens, <laughs> number one seed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Representing um, the entire English Premiership. So yeah. we would have but it's one Premiership year. side, two French sides, and five. Well, that's not the way it's going to end. No, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not the way it's going to end. But, yeah. I mean, you can almost hear the French and English writers writing now, oh, they need to restructure this Champions Cup. It doesn't work. It's not equitable. It's not equitable at all. Mm. But um, Or then the other line that is always touted as well, oh, we don't get to protect our players in the league because we decide that just this league is more important just the premiership or just the top 14 is it really is it really how has that really been working for the international sides is that really for the betterment of rugby that that's happening because if you currently look at it who's okay so New Zealand number one overall in the rankings Ireland number two I'm listening to you Wales, preach number three. I'm listening to you preach but I'm trying to figure out you're saying that the premiership the structure of the premiership and the structure of the top 14 maybe that's not Better for rugby. Maybe it's not. Just just floating that idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um Oh we'll the see. whining the whining and moaning. I, it's, incessant. It it's incessant. Oh, what I find the most interesting is uh, the English 
uh, journalist who then defends Saracens because Saracens are doing the best as the English side. Austin and, Healy, is this uh, it? Well, no, no, even the Guardian uh, writers, I mean, they're forced into this. <laughs> you know, It's like being forced to defend yeah. Brexit. They have to defend Saracens. It's the only English side. They're not going to talk up no, French sides. But this is the thing. But to so be fair, they do like Leinster. Yeah, the, yeah, because it's Stuart Lancaster now. Well, but, true, I suppose, uh, yeah. But no, so the whole, the whole point was at the end last year when Saracens snuck in at the end, I think they're number eight seed overall. So they... Hmm. Like they, I really think that there wasn't a case for them there to say, oh well, all of a sudden we need to restructure the league, the Champions Cup because of that. But now they might have a bit more. If uh, it is okay, likely we've run through the scenarios. It's likely Gloucester will get through. Yeah, it's uh, likely there will be a stronger English contingent. But there still looks like there's going to be a lot of Pro 14 teams in there. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. But that's all to be played out. I mean, we're getting the next round of the back-to-backs this coming weekend. Um, will we fly through that quickly? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, so Ulster in Ravenhill uh, playing against Scarlets. I'm th- thinking Ulster are going to win that one. Yeah? Uh, or, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, and yeah. then Newcastle uh, hosting Edinburgh. That one could Newcastle, I'd say Newcastle. Newcastle, but I think Edinburgh might, might get a losing bonus point, which would be key for them. Yeah. Um, Gloucester in X, hosting Exeter. Exeter at Gloucester to win. Yeah, Gloucester win. Uh, Glasgow hosting Leon. Leon Glasgow, on zero. Glasgow, yeah, Glasgow to win. To win. Glasgow tonight. running the risk of having a fright because they put out their B team. Yeah. yeah true. Uh, the B team from Leon will be out there anyway already. Uh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. But if they have any. Uh, then Leinster versus Bath. Leinster on the way. Potential bonus point there, I would say. Uh, not based off last week though um, Montpellier hosting Chillon we're going to give that to Montpellier mm, but it, I mean it was so a cracker of a game to weekend and yeah. if uh, Chillon come out and win that game I mean this entire championship could change true true and but that but, one game well, that, 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 that pool that pool will change we'll see <laughs> well, what happens the rest yeah, of yeah, yeah. Um, they're not going to click back into 2015 form there <laughs> <laughs> should be nothing stopping that <laughs> um, so then the next one is Toulouse hosting Wasps um, Toulouse will win yep uh, cast hosting Munster Cast well, really yeah. think that they're going to win that yeah, Cast really think they're going to win they need to win and Munster needs to be very worried and but it, for Cast to have this master plan of winning 5-4 in their mind they need to stop Munster getting losing bonus points so I could see Munster coming out quite hard in that game and we'll see what the crack is but who knows um, then just finishing off the last two games you're going to have Carb hosting Saracens Saracens winning that every day of the week and then Leicester hosting Racing I'm going to give Racing my vote now. Well, it's very bad for Ulster if Le- Leicester win that, but they, and Leicester did quite well in Paris. Racing haven't lost yet this season. I think it's going to be in, a much closer group than people think, and Leicester are going to win that. I think Ulster are going to win the. Well, going to come second in the group, Racing to win that game and come first overall. But that's it. Cool. Okay. Enjoy we the game. We'll start guys. with that point next week. Yeah, let's see who's <laughs> right on that one. Okay, see you guys. John Barkley comes up to receive the trophy. This, for the Scarlets fans, is simply great to watch. They were outplayed in the first half by a side that picked and win. The 1872 Cup back in Edinburgh hands. They've beaten Glasgow. The first team in 17 attempts to come to Dublin and get a win. How good is that for you? Oh, it's great. All I'm getting at the moment, I play this shouting, knock on, offside, tackle out the ball. We're in the wrong sport for that. The Zeebo special gets it wide to Earls, and Earls from here 
means only one thing. The best stadium I've ever played in, the best atmosphere, the, the best supporters. Hopefully one day I'll be back. I should of course apologise to any Munster fans listening. Uh, they'll have something to say about whether Leinster are going to be in the final as the Scarlets come again. Oh, brilliant offload, it's Brady with a stroll in under the sticks. Oh, look, it's, it's been a roller coaster um, here all my life. 47-10, Jesus. I thought I was in dreamland when we won the Pro 12. Phenomenal, phenomenal.